welcome to 360 Conversations Black History Month podcast takeover. I'm your host, Tamu Thomas, founder of the 360 brand. It's October and here in the UK, it's Black History Month. This Black History Month, I decided to collaborate with some formidable women to honour black women in history and consider what their legacy means in terms of wellness today. I believe that it is our duty to honour the women that have gone before, paved the way and provided sturdy shoulders to lift us higher by exploring how we can alchemise their grit into grace. Today's contribution comes from Evadne Davis. Evadne is a fashion stylist. She does editorials for all the big time magazines. Yes, I'm bigging her up even more because she's my friend, but she's also super dope. And uh, Evadne is also one of the most creative people I know. So it is no wonder that she has chosen to honour Zora Neale Hurston. Now, if you don't know who Zora Neale Hurston is, please go and do your Googles immediately. Pause the episode and go now. And I'm going to give you a little self-care recommendation. Take the day, get a lovely cosy blanket, endless cups of chamomile tea, and sit down and read Zora Neale Hurston's Their Eyes Were Watching God and Thank Me Later. That is premium self-care, babes. In terms of wellness, Evadne points to Zora Neale Hurston's creativity and also her curiosity for her, well, the, the wider elements of her culture. Evadne, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this episode and I may even have a little book snack on Their Eyes Were Watching God at some point over the weekend. I hope the rest of you enjoy as much as I did. Take care. Hi, my name's Evadne Davis and I am a freelance fashion stylist and I live in London. Today I wanted to honour Zora Neale Hurston who was an influential American author and anthropologist and also one of the founding members of the New Negroes who were part of the Harlem Renaissance. She was born in the late 19th century in Alabama, which is like deep heart of South, of the South, um, and raised in a historically very proud black city called Eatonville, which actually became the kind of location for some of her most memorable stories. She worked really hard um, to save up and put herself through college, where she studied anthropological and ethnographic research. She was particularly interested in capturing the African-American experience um, in all of its flaws and hardships and all of its greatness as well. And she was also very interested in Caribbean folklore, which for me, with so many African-Americans, um, lacking would be the, the best word to put it, lacking in their understanding of the African diaspora. It's so great to see someone who was really embracing and trying to understand the experiences of her brothers and sisters in the Caribbean and outside of, um, outside of the US. Um, so she kind of, she, she was a brilliant writer and she, her stories were really about the contemporary experience for 
black people, particularly in the South. Um, and her work uh, started to get discovered in Harlem. At the time, it was what went on to be called um, the Harlem Renaissance. It was a time of um, expression and, you know, immense creativity from great uh, musicians and artists and writers and thinkers and just creatives in general um, in Harlem. And they discovered her. She moved up there and became part of what was known as the New Negroes. Some of her big, like, biggest stories would be Mules and Men, um, Their Eyes Are Watching God, um, and despite how amazing her work was, she kind of, I don't know what happened, no one really knows what happened, but she kind of lost her way, um, and people forgot about her greatness. She she died in poverty, and um, maybe a decade after her death, Alice Walker wrote an article just saying this woman was amazing. Her work is brilliant, and that's, that's really why people are still talking about Zora Neale Hurston today. But what I love about her, I think, for me, I've always said if there was any point in history that I could go back to, that I would want to go back to, it would be the Harlem Renaissance. As a creative, um, it's something that's always appealed to me. I, I love the fashion from then. I listen to the music from then. I love the art from then, just the whole vibe. And as someone who loves New York and has seen Harlem, just to see it then when everything was so fresh um, and people were so proud of of their their race and their culture um, and really unapologetic in their creativity and innovation I'm just I love Zora for being part of that um, and also for seeking out the African diaspora she went to Jamaica which is where my grandparents are from and Haiti and she looked at their folklore she she kind of studied um, their their ways of of living of um you know spirituality um and captured that which is just so exciting that someone would do that then um and also her work ethic like I'm someone who really believes in education and just pushing through and lifting up lids that can block you from moving forward in life and I love the fact that she just worked really hard to put herself you know through um college she was one of the founding members of like the very first female fraternity at Howard so you know she she didn't really see those limits um I also love the fact that she she was able to create these these beautiful um stories through experiences through looking in this world where everything is online and very digital I think creatives including myself can fall into being quite lazy and you can look at Pinterest you can look at mood boards and go okay you know or read a, a comment or whatever and that becomes the the foundation of your creations but I think the true creatives the true brilliance comes out of observing and living and really experiencing things that you know are not seen on the screen but you're living in and you're it's real life um and I think for me some of my greatest works have come from memories that I've had of experiences of 
holidays or or just sensations that I remember as a child or as an adult and that's where the best creativity came from and the fact that Zora you know went into these towns she spoke with people she filmed people that's what makes her an absolute legend and and I think for anyone who you know well for me particularly as a creative but I think for anyone who um is interested in literature in Caribbean um Haitian African-American folklore she's definitely someone to press into learn a bit more about um so there we go Zora Neal you're an absolute legend thank you for what you created Thank you for listening to 360 Conversations. I appreciate you sharing your precious time with my guest and I. I hope you found the episode useful. I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review my podcast. Like an increasing number of our digital experiences, the algorithms rule. Your feedback will assist me reaching a wider audience and I'd really love to have more women being privy to or joining these conversations. The feedback I get following each episode is beautiful and tells me more women could benefit. As always, I'd love to keep the conversation going. You can join me by commenting on the podcast show notes on my website or via social media at Live360. I hope to engage with you soon. Podcast produced by me, Tammy Thomas. Podcast music produced by James Anderson. Take care.